Hello and welcome to episode 125 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. I was just pleasantly surprised with Henny pressing the record button, but also all of these happy face emojis that were <laughs> came up. It was like it was like it was like you took you you swiped through like a bubble making machine of emojis. Yes, that's exactly what it was like. It was like all these different, they all came up and they were all clapping for you. Like blowing or else you just whizzed (laughs) your hand through the air and all of these happy face clapping emojis come up. Very nice. You know, Sandy, I'm just thinking about bubbles. Like some people are very good at, yeah, like getting like getting a really large bubble out of whatever the wand is that they're using. Yeah. And I remember at one point, because of course you can like buy the the bubble. I mean, my, my nephews call it bubble sauce. You can buy the bubble sauce. <laughs> but <laughs> I know at one point I remember as a kid that my, we were out of whatever the, like whatever bubble, the bubble sauce is. And, and so I remember my dad saying like, well, like you could just make it. Yeah. But I think that I've like tried to use homemade bubble sauce several times and it never works. Like, like what is in the bubble stuff that you buy that makes it so much better than just like using detergent on your own? Well, like, let's look, what is in bubble sauce? I mean, I know this is a really random thing to be concerned about at this particular moment, but you were just talking about bubbles and I had a, I had a, like a a flashback of me, like trying to make the homemade stuff work and it just didn't work. I would say like homemade Play-Doh is similar. Like homemade Play-Doh never feels or works exactly the same way as the store-bought stuff. Did you find something about the bubbles? When you make a homemade bubble solution, yeah. says measure six cups of water into a container and one cup of dish soap. That's an awful lot of bubble sauce to begin with. Okay. <laughs> you are going to be ready to make bubbles for days. It's it's a for the season. We're making it once for the season. <laughs> for the bubble season. Correct. And correct. then it says measure one tablespoon of glycerin or a quarter cup of corn syrup and add it to the container. Stir it until it's mixed. So it's something that makes it thick and sticky. And you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense because when you buy bubble stuff in a container, it is very thick in comparison to just like detergent and water. Yeah. And I just see another one here. It says one cup water, two tablespoons liquid detergent, one tablespoon glycerin, one teaspoon sugar. So glycerin. That's like stuff in soap, isn't it? It's looking for something, yeah, it's looking for something to to make it thicker. Oh, it says it's sweet tasting non-toxic. Hmm. It's, oh, it's often used in FDA approved wound and burn treatments. Oh. Well, right. it's viscous, right? That's the, that's the word rather yeah. than thick. So, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I know that everyone right now is like, damn, I'm so glad that I tuned in. Oh my goodness. Because maybe our most boring start to a podcast ever. I have really wanted to know what in the hell is, how do I make my own bubble sauce and why in the past have I not been successful? 
<laughs> okay, but I would I would pretty much guarantee that no matter who you are, if you were sitting somewhere like if you were let's say you're sitting in a park somewhere and a, like some random bubbles like float your way guaranteed you are like grabbing the bubbles popping the bubbles looking at the yeah. bubbles like people in general like bubbles people do like bubbles 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 are fun bubbles are fun until your kids have got it all over themselves and it's so sticky and then they they dump it over and then they're crying because there's no more bubble sauce and yeah you know, you know what makes it sticky? The glycerin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now, you know, well, well, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> this has been a special bonus episode about bubbles. <laughs> terrible, terrible. All right, Sandy. Yes. Let's get let's get on to the serious part of the deal. Uh, okay. Um, do you have any little fun facts for me? You know, I don't, I don't, I, I'm sorry to disappoint. Oh, well, that's um, why we had to start with the bubbles. Thank goodness. Thank goodness that we just came up with the bubbles. Cause like, <sighs> that's okay. That's okay. So I was thinking about this the other day because I had a veggie tray that was like a full veggie tray that it in, that had been purchased for like an outdoor event and it never even made it out of the fridge let alone got opened okay. and so i was and so at the end of like at the end of the event people were taking what they wanted and and so someone said to me like did you want to take the veggie tray and i thought sure i'll take the veggie tray here's the thing about a veggie tray I'm not particularly fussed about most raw vegetables. Like, I'm not really that interested in eating raw vegetables generally. And depending on the vegetable, definitely not. And so I, so I had this whole veggie tray and I was like, what? And so there was a whole section of carrots, a whole section of peppers, a whole section of cherry tomatoes. And... I think the, oh, and the last section was broccoli. And so I thought, what am I going to do with this? Well, I mean, I used it all up because the cherry tomatoes, I, there is a, there is a vegetable slash fruit that I do enjoy to eat raw. So, you know, I've just been munching on those, no problem. And everything else I thought, okay, the peppers, I'm going to chop them up and use them in like to make some taco meat. Beautiful. Did it up. And then the carrots and the broccoli, put them out on a roasting pan, mm-hmm. roasted them in the oven. Mm, delicious. And so I've been putting the roasted broccoli in some salads, which has been delicious. Those roasted carrots, you know, I just gobbled them all up because mm-hmm. those, <laughs> those are my favorite ever. And so then I was thinking about like foods that you have a distinct preference about how it's prepared. Mm-hmm. So like, a carrot, I like a carrot any which way, but cooked or roasted, mm, so much better than raw. Mm. But then other things, I don't know if I have really a preference one way or the other. So I thought maybe we could go through like a few foods and see yeah. if mm-hmm. we've got preferences or not. So mm-hmm. so in the in the general, like I would think for me, when I'm talking about vegetables in general... I partic- I generally like a vegetable better roasted, grilled, 
or cooked, then I would like it raw. And I knew that about you. Yeah. What about for you? How do you how do you feel about just some raw veg? I it again it really depends on what the veg is. Like if I had that tray that you've just described, mm-hmm. I will tell you or why don't you guess in the order what I would eat first? Oh. Okay, so <laughs> so there are cherry tomatoes, carrots, broccoli and peppers. Mhm. Oh dear. Oh, this is like those newlywed games where like I should know the answers, but I'm going to get them wrong. (laughs) I think that you would eat the peppers first. You are correct. Ding, ding, ding. Good girl. I don't believe that you would eat the broccoli raw. I think you also would roast those that sucker up. Yeah, so it would be the last thing that uh, I. If you were gonna eat it raw, it's the last thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think you would do peppers. Mm-hmm. I think you're gonna go for the tomatoes, then the carrots, then the broccoli. But only recently, because it wasn't that long ago that you would not have eaten a cherry tomato. And why is that? Because you don't like the feeling of when it bursts in your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> so, I it's very close. I okay. I would eat the carrot and then I would eat the tomato. Okay. The, the, here's my thing with the broccoli and and really I have a real issue when in a in a veg tray they put cauliflower because yeah. the people who are making them are so effing lazy. Yes. Yes. That they don't cut the pieces small enough. No. And you go to pick it up and I've got like the whole cauliflower. Yeah. Like, and so what am I'm I going to do with that thing? I'm going to tell you, Sandy, this veggie tray, like it was a big, it was like a big platter. And so yeah. you can imagine if a quarter of it was broccoli, that is, yeah. that's a lot of broccoli. It was in order for me to roast it, I had to chop it up smaller first because it was literally like eight big chunks of broccoli. Yeah. Who is going to eat a raw chunk? Like, and like, I'm just going to take this, like, it's like half a, like half a yeah. florette of broccoli. I'm just going to like, gra- like take, scoop <laughs> the entire bucket of dip onto my broccoli head and like mow down on it. So strange. So strange. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. okay, what about celery for you? So here's a f- interesting. So I think I often look at celery and think, I don't want that. But on the occasions that I do have some celery, I really enjoy it. And I often think to myself, I should get this more often. Yeah. I prefer, love- prefer it. Oh, so not raw. It would be cooked for you? Oh. I've never just eaten cooked celery, although I do love celery in a chili or celery in a soup. Yes. Mm. That is a yes for me. Um, But, like, just just to eat raw celery, I actually do like raw celery. Yeah. Um, I just don't typically think to have it. I really like celery with cheese Whiz. I was just going to say, you're going to tell me now that I know we already went through the Pop-Tart thing that you had never had a Pop-Tart. I cannot even believe that you've never, <laughs> you've never had a Pop-Tart. So now that's okay because we've, we've, we've remedied we've, that. We've rectified that. Yeah. 
but I thought you were going to tell me that you have not had celery with cheese Whiz or peanut butter in it. I mean, when I was in, when I was very young, like ants on a log, right? You would have yeah. the celery with the peanut butter and then the raisins sitting on top, right? Okay, but now that when you were not so young, did you never just have celery and then you opened the jar of the peanut butter and you just like double dipped? You dipped a lot of times. A hundred percent, I did. Thank you. You're <laughs> Whew. 100% I did. <laughs> celery with peanut butter, delish. Celery with cheese was delish. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, what other veg? Come on. What about potatoes? Do you have... I don't eat them raw, no. But do you have a preference for how they are prepared? Yes, I don't like... I hate mashed potatoes. I knew is, that about you. It is the, like, I will take a hard pass. It does nothing for me. There's zero joy in putting that on. I don't, I don't like it. No. <laughs> uh, my preference would be a sweet potato um, mm. off the barbecue. Like, uh, that would be my favorite. I have never had a sweet potato done on the barbecue. Like, a, uh, like a, in foil and wrapped? No, I mean, that's how, like, that's how I grew up eating white potatoes, like, oh, wrapped in you, foil sweet and done potato on the like that? But I've never had a sweet potato like that, but I love me a sweet potato. Yeah, because then what happens is that they get, they're so, so soft, and, mm -hmm. and like, the, the, the bottom sometimes gets, like, charred a little bit because the sugar is coming out. Yeah. Yeah, that's my, that's my favorite. And then a French fry. And then roasted potatoes. I do. Like, obviously, there's, like, a whole crispy, crispy <laughs> thing going on here. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I also... Do you skin on your potato? Like, the if you're roasting it? Yeah, me yeah. too. A lot of people don't. Why? It's all the goodness. I don't know. There's all the goodness, right? Because the but outside the of... The flavor is in the skin. Well, and it also, like, that's where all the... the the nutrients are in the skin because it's there to protect the yeah. fruit or veg from all yeah. of the bugs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And a majority of the fiber is there too. Correct. Yeah. I, I just find, I just like the flavor of it. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. No, I, I also, I love a, I love a roasted potato. Mm. Delish. I'm also, I don't have the aversion to mashed potatoes that you do, but I also would never choose mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of mashed potatoes are past these lips. Like, you know, that does happen. <laughs> I have made my own mashed potatoes because you have to, because it's, you know, yeah. it's not just you, like, that you're sometimes cooking for. But, like, yeah. Thanksgiving, like, it couldn't just be like, here's some french fries. That isn't going to work. <laughs> no, can you imagine? It's nice like, big Thanksgiving dinner. You've got the full turkey, the stuffing, like everything, and then like a plate of French fries. Uh, for mean, me, that, I've some people would love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Okay. Okay. All right. What about um, like moving away from vegetables? Although, if you think of a vegetable that you want to ask, go for it. But what about like Ooh, what about eggs? Eggs. You have like a, this is my mm. favorite way to have an egg prepared. Poached. I wonder. Poached, poached well. Ooh, poached well. Like poached well, like meaning that it isn't going to be hard on oh, the inside. Yeah. I want 
to be like intact and I want it to like. So you mean like someone has done a good job poaching the egg. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I feel like poached well would mean like. Means it's hard inside. I don't I like it or harder. No, I don't like that. No, I like I like it runny. I like runny. Yeah. Yeah. Even if I don't have bread, which I often now don't, to like sop it up, like like I just I can have a bunch of like maybe spinach or um, something else, salads or whatever on there and then like sop it all up that way. But yeah, that's my favorite. And then over easy. Okay. That's my next. So there's, yeah. 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 I was thinking, I was thinking about that because I had eggs for breakfast this morning and I was thinking like, hmm, is there an egg that I don't really like? Cause I, I mean, I, I love an egg in a whole bunch of different ways, but you know what I don't, like is soft boiled. Oh. I would never okay. in a million years ask for a soft boiled egg. Mm. You should be here every Saturday morning, like clockwork. You know who has a soft boiled egg, sets his wee timer and everything. It's <laughs> perfect. The water has to be just right. The egg goes. He's got the little things, the little cups with the little spoons. Ding, yeah. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my parents are big soft boiled egg people. Yeah, it's just not, it's not a thing for me. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing for me, but I love a fried egg, a scrambled egg, a poached egg. Uh, I, I like a hard boiled egg. Like, yeah, an omelet, egg salad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all of it. Love yeah. all. Okay. okay. What about, um, what about like a chicken breast? Uh, you have a preference as to like how that would be prepared? Uh, I think my least favorite is poached. Yeah, same. Unless it's going in something that's got a bunch, but I find it, it's just not very appealing looking. So I don't like to look at it, but um, I have like done those separately to do like a a skinny taste has her enchiladas that it's with, she poaches the chicken first to do that. But yeah, because after you poach the chicken, you shred it, right? Correct. So it's yeah. really, yeah, it's really shredded chicken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, no, I, I, yeah, I, I don't tend to put like a sauce necessarily, unless that one marinade that I've been making quite frequently, which um, is the, um, I think it's Chrissy Teigen's. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she has a, it's a sat, it's actually a recipe for a satay, but I often will just do, like, leave the breast and do the breast like that, but it's got the coconut milk in it and the cumin, and um, it's very, very tasty. Very good. That's probably, probably our favorite has been that for, the, like, the last few months, but just barbecuing it, and I've got some seasoning or stuff on it, or marinating it maybe with um, cilantro or something like that. I have, chicken, I have chicken in my fridge right now that's in a, like in a shallow pan marinating. Currently mm-hmm. it's been marinating overnight so that I can prep it today. But it's, the, the marinade is a little bit of olive oil, the juice from one lime, the zest mm-hmm. from one yeah. lime, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of cilantro. Yeah. And some salt. Yeah. That sounds delicious. I'm very excited about it. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. I never, when I was growing up, we never marinated chicken ahead of time. Like 
because my dad would barbecue the chicken and he would like put barbecue sauce on the chicken like in Mm -hmm. the barbecue process right so the idea of marinating the meat prior to cooking it was foreign to me until relative until relatively recently yeah until ww for sure yeah but uh but every time i go through the I was going to say every time I go through the hassle of it, it's not that much of a hassle. No. But every time I take the extra two minutes or the the forethought to put the chicken in a marinade the night before um, or the morning of, I always think to myself when I'm having the chicken because it's so flavorful that way. Yeah. I always think like, I need to do this more often. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and you can actually do it and then freeze it in the marinade too. And then when you take it out, it's already been... Yeah, in there. So, yeah. I have never, yeah. I haven't done that. But no, but you can. But you can, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good reminder to me. Also, it's good, I guess, if you've bought, you know, like a big pack of, of breasts, right? Mm-hmm. And that you're already sort of divvying them up into freezer bags anyway, because you're right. not going to prep. You're not going to cook them all at once. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Those were the things I was thinking about. Yeah. Like just like things because, because when it comes to foods, like sometimes there are certain foods that like in the grocery store, you think like, oh yeah, I'm going to make this. This is going to be delicious. I'm going to eat this. And then you bring it home and then, you know, it sits in your fridge until it dies. Right. Or rots or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, and it tends to be the same things. And I think, and so I was thinking about that and thinking like, okay, but why is this the thing that I'm, that's going to go bad in my fridge? Or like, why is this the thing that I'm not going to eat? But usually it's because I don't want it the way that it's been Yes. purchased right or the way yeah. it's been presented like I wanted it in a different way yeah but but then I was also thinking like that sometimes we have foods like and chicken is a perfect example of a food that that maybe you eat it regularly but you always eat it the same way and then mm-hmm. and then and then like what will happen with me is I'll eat something over and over and over and over and over again and then I'm just done with it and then yeah. but then it's like I've forgotten about it completely, right? Whereas, you know, there are other ways to enjoy this. Yeah. You know, I I could <laughs> prepare it differently or, you know, have it a different way. I mean, I love a chicken breast, like, um, sliced into fingers. Yes. And then breaded and then, like, hot sauce, buffalo yep. sauce, like a buffalo chicken finger. Oh, it's my fave. Yeah, and see, I bread mine, so probably once every two weeks, we will have homemade chicken fingers and fries. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, and they are, and they, because, it, one, they cook so fast. Sometimes so fast. I'll I'll actually just buy the chicken tenders, so I don't even yeah, have to Yeah, so you don't even breast. have to slice it, yeah. Yeah, and then the, there's always more than enough in a package here so that I have it for, like, lunch for a couple of days to throw in a salad that they're left that's, over. That's... But they cook in, like, seven minutes, like, they're because there's nothing really to them and, and, you know, they need to be like juicy still. So I'll, I'll use my meat thermometer, mm. check it out, you know, make sure they're okay. But, um, yeah. That's the best. So delicious. Totally. Totally so the best. Delicious. 
some of what had me thinking about like some of what had me thinking about this was number one the um the the veggie tray like the whole time i was like trying dismantling the veggie tray and figuring out how am i going to make sure i eat all of these veggies um that's what made me think of it but then i sort of expanded my thinking because recently at a workshop we we got into this conversation about like fatigue and Mm -hmm. when you just get tired of doing things like and so I was thinking about fatigue with a particular food item you know like I have like egg fatigue or chicken fatigue or like you know broccoli fatigue or whatever it might Mm -hmm. be right but but I mean there's fatigue with all sorts of things right like sometimes I'm just tired of I don't know, like tired of a particular workout or tired of having like tired of doing food prep or tired of tracking in the app or like whatever it is. Like you just when you've done it and done it and done it and done it, you know, there come there do come times when you're just tired of it. And so then, you know, how do you get around that? Like, how do you push yourself past that that fatigue and so I wondered actually because I don't actually know if I know this answer for you but when you think of like all of these little healthy habits and all of these things that you've learned to do with and through WW like what is the thing that you are most likely to feel fatigued by or the Uh, thing that you're most likely to be like I am just so sick and tired of doing this yeah I go through spits and spurts, but, but like what's happening right now is tracking because when I was away, I just stopped tracking because I don't know why, because I did, right. there's no, re- I don't need to come up with yeah. a reason. I no, just did. You just did. Yeah. I just did. And, and so now like today I opened it and a couple of days I did, I opened it and I put, oh, okay, I know breakfast and, and then lunch and then, and then it just kind of fell off the, the, you know, it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was like, okay, today I've got to get back into it. But some, this is one thing for me that is, it feels a little harder to get back into it because when you, even if it's only been two weeks, Mm -hmm. it is, I mean, it's easy to forget. That's, that's the thing, right? It takes Mm -hmm. a while to build up to do these routines, but then when you let it go, it only takes a couple of days and then. You're like, oh yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's as if you never Ooh. did it before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um I don't I, I I think just I I don't get I used to get tired of like food prep, but it was more for me the things when I start getting fatigued with things, it's when other things are taking priority or are impeding on sort of a schedule that I have. So it's a time thing. Yeah. So it's not really a fatigue. It's not like I'm tired of doing this. It's more just like I have 500 other things to do. I don't have time for this. And then, and then I lose, and then it just, and then I don't find it enjoyable. So yeah, that's the thing. I, for me, I have times of the day that I will only do certain things. So I would never like go to the grocery store to like this morning and then to this afternoon be doing all of that food prep like because I do all of my veg cutting I do all of my fruit cutting on the day that I buy this stuff so I or the next day sorry usually buy it put it all in the fridge and then the next morning when I get up super early that is my time to do that and if it doesn't happen then I feel I actually 
feel a bit resentful about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so, so if, for example, ooh, so I know that you do all of your veggie prep and salad prep and stuff like that first thing in the morning. I know that about you because I know, you know, a little bit of how your, your, what your daily routine looks like, but, but I hadn't considered what you're saying now that like, this is part of the, this is part of the plan for knowing I feel good about doing this work when I'm doing it first thing in the morning. It's kind of like my quiet time and figuring yeah. things out. Like, you know, whereas I think it makes perfect sense for you to, I love actually that you said, you know, that I resent it if I have to do it at another time, because it's almost like, you know, but now I'm missing out on whatever I would ordinarily be doing at this time because now I'm doing this and I was supposed to have been able to do this sooner and now I hate it. Yeah. Ooh. For me, it's especially on the weekend because that's when Phil's here. And yeah. so, you know, like this weekend, because we got home, you know, late later Friday night and then Saturday went and picked a few groceries up and then... Um, we went out for dinner, so Saturday was fine, but then I had to do stuff for Sunday, but then I got up in the morning and I still, I had the fruit to all prepare for, for breakfast, mm -hmm. but then I had, I wanted to have a salads for like dinner and prep dinner, but that didn't happen until like just after lunch yesterday. And so right. then he's up here reading and I'm in the frigging kitchen. Yeah. And then that makes me feel like miserable. Yeah. I can, I can. I think that makes so much sense. So, so I, that's why I'm always like thinking and I make, you know, I make like a lot of salads ahead of time. So I already know, okay, well, I've got enough till this time, which means I need to go to the grocery store. Like, do I need more like fresh veg? I'll need to do it this day so that I can do it this day. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like there's, there's a lot of that mental sort of planning and work that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mental gymnastics, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that is okay. So I have part of what you're saying is the same for me in that there are certain times when if I like there are certain times when I would have like expect to have time to spend with Mark or expect to have time to um, like talk to you or I would expect to have time to do these like specific social and relational things in my life. And if other stuff impedes those times, I, I'm very angry about it. So, yeah. so I can appreciate that completely that it's like okay but this is like this is my afternoon when I have to spend time with Phil and then here I am like chopping yeah. chopping cucumber like yeah you know, exactly my, my life sucks you know like, yeah. <laughs> so I I get that a hundred percent I think what's interesting to me that you said that I think is not completely true for me is that you know, you have a whole system where like you like to like, it's like you've got one, it's almost like you only have the energy for one part of the job at a time. And mm -hmm. so it's like, I'm going to do the grocery shopping today and I get it all cleaned up. I'm going to do the shopping tomorrow, you know, yes. whereas, 
And I think that I actually feel that way too. Like I only have enough energy for one thing. The problem is that I have this like nagging mind that if I know there's a bunch of stuff sitting in the fridge waiting to be chopped, I'm like, but why am I not chopping it? And then I'm like, no, but you have 500 other things to do. Like, it's okay. You're not chopping yeah. it. And I'm like, but they need to be chopped. And I'm like, but you'll do the chopping tomorrow. Like it will be fine. But that, you know, but, but then they're going to sit overnight unchopped. You know, like, like I have this almost obsessive need to do all of that chopping like the moment the food comes into my house now mm. to be fair i don't do the extent of prep that you do like i don't build salads and and do quite as much of the the chopping and prepping that you do but yeah but i but i feel but then what happens is then by the time i'm getting to the end of it i'm like tired of it you know, and so yeah. if I allowed myself to split the work up a little bit better, I think maybe I would have overall a more positive feeling towards it. So I think I'm going to think I'm going to ruminate on that for a little bit and see if I can make that work into my routine, because I do like the idea of not having to commit quite as. Yeah, because for me, it's not the task that bothers me, it's the time that it takes to do it. And so to commit an hour every day, like, or to commit an hour over the course of three days, rather mm -hmm. than three hours on this day might make me feel a little bit better. Yeah. You also have uh, your schedule shifts quite a bit throughout the year. Mine is more stable. Yeah. So, it is easier probably for me because it's the same, you know, yeah. all the time, unless we go away somewhere, then things, then things totally then get all askew, you know, totally topsy turvy. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Okay. Mushrooms. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, if I could pick, my absolute favorite way to have a mushroom, it's going to be breaded and deep fried. <laughs> Fair enough. Throw some mozzarella cheese in there. Done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, probably like, um, like fried in a skillet. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I actually have a bit of an aversion now. I don't eat them raw anymore. Oh, interesting. And you know, because Megan or Megan and Josh doesn't eat them raw. Why? Just about it's I, I don't I can't remember why she said, but now I but honestly, then she was like, hmm, I never really liked them raw before. I mean, if they came in a salad, I'm not going to pick them out or anything. Yeah, I will. But I often like, well, we always have them for the pizza on Friday. Yes. But then usually, you know, we eat half of them on that and then half the package I will like do like in a skillet for eggs of some sort. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or or do you like them roasted on the barbecue too? Just throw them on with some maybe Brussels sprouts and leek or something and then they roast really quite nicely, very quickly. They're good. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, but raw, not so much. And white, brown, uh, oyster preference. So I do not like um, cremini. Yeah, that's fine. I don't like portobello. Yeah, Phil doesn't like it. I, I've had like a, I don't mind it. No, it's I'm I'm not into it. It's too strong of a flavor, I think. Okay. Um yeah, so I think typically if I were going to choose a mushroom, probably a white one. Yeah. yeah. They're not they're not my favorite thing, but I mean, unless it's breaded and deep fried. <laughs> but I mean, I'll eat anything. It's my belly. I'll eat anything breaded and deep fried. <laughs> calamari you know you just whatever whatever it is (laughs) that's that's a good one that's a good one okay so okay so let's let's circle back to this tracking fatigue Mm -hmm. how yeah like how do you get back to doing something that you, okay, I guess it's two different questions. I guess one question is, how do you prevent yourself from res- from feeling resentful about doing something that you feel like you have to do? Mm-hmm. That's That's one side of the question. And then the other side is, if you were so tired of doing something that you eventually stopped doing it, how do you bring yourself back to doing it? Okay, so for the first thing is about I have to think about, I mean, I might not want to do something, but it's not really fatigue with having to do that. I have to go, like, I have to go a step beyond that to be like, okay, but if I don't do this, then what's going to happen? Or how am I going to feel? Yeah. Like, whether it's that I'm not going to have food ready, and so then that makes me even more grumpy because then I'm a martyr. I'm I'm, I'm a martyr. Oh, it's fine. Let's just have that. Yeah. No, I don't need to have that. Yeah. Right. And I'd rather just, I'd rather have the stuff ready. So I'm enjoying all the food that I'm eating. Yeah. The, the tracking, like now, after I've said that this to you, I, I, the, there's a direct, uh, connection. Yes. To not having a scale on vacation because I did not have a scale, which, for two weeks yeah and I mean it it seems it doesn't really happen all that much because I've either stayed at someone's house Mm -hmm. or I have stayed at like a lot of hotels that actually have scales have scales that's so wild to to me me, actually and to me it uh, it's not about what it's going to be compared to what I had at home. I honestly be like the first day that I wake up somewhere, if there's a scale, I get on that scale so that I know what that starting point is at that point. Right. To when I leave. Yeah. But, but now thinking about it, like I didn't have a scale for two weeks and, um, yeah, I mean, everything was fine. Yeah. 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 I know. But, but but almost like those two things go hand in hand. So I track my food and I weigh myself or I'm not weighing myself. And so now it's easier to just not track the food as well. And also the fact that 
there there was a lot of eating out where I already knew that I already knew that it was going to be over with my daily points and my weekly, which is fine because yeah. that's also another lesson to learn is, is like the whole experience of it with knowing that I had a lot of very rich meals, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so even though it didn't necessarily look like a lot of food, I already knew that the cream sauces and everything were very rich. Mm-hmm. You know, there were also, you know, ice creams and, you know, that kind of stuff and cakes mm-hmm. and whatever, which is is also fine. Mm-hmm. But it's it was in a short period of time that there were a lot of those things, which normally yeah. that, that's out, way out of the norm. And so yeah. obviously you expect to see a fluctuation on the scale because mm-hmm. you are not needing it the normal way. Yeah. Um, and the activity was a was one week a little bit less because I wasn't running because I, the, I had the girls, mm-hmm. you know, so, so things are always a little wonky. Yeah. And then I just think that I, I just, it, it almost is like, it's too hard to even bother. And right. I'm a la- I'm lazy as hell. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Like I, I know how many points something is, but I'm, I, you know, half the time I'm like, I'm not even going to go and look up for that specific thing. I'm just going to, I literally look and see something else that I've tracked that comes up on my thing. That's that many points. And I just plunk it in because to me, that's better than not doing anything. And it's yeah. me on track. Are there times that I'll look up a specific thing because I'm like, Hmm, I actually don't have any idea. I do do that, but, yeah. and, but, but anyways, it huh. works for me. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, to like what, four years ago, I never tracked at all ever. No, Zero. Correct. Zero so times. this, so this is major, uh, a major yeah. change already. Major change already. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to think like for me with this idea of like just getting tired of doing things like I don't think that there's one thing that I get tired of you know like it's like like it's not like I just it's not like I get tired of tracking or I get tired of the food prep right like sometimes I just get tired Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and like so just in general I don't feel like doing anything any of it but like I don't feel like it's not even just like I don't feel like doing any of it meaning like any of my like WW related habits like sometimes I just don't feel like doing (laughs) you know like like I just am too tired to I'm too tired to think about what the next thing is going to be. I'm too tired to be bothered, like lifting my arm. Like, you know, like I just don't want to do any of it. And so then, and so then the danger for me actually, in in all seriousness, and, and I haven't thought about this before. I'm just sort of like working through it now is that the danger is that when I have those, periods of time where I just feel too tired for anything the first thing to go are these are like are these habits like so when I when I feel too tired to be bothered with anything because I'm just exhausted by life the first thing that stops is like the meal prep and then like the healthy food choices and then the tracking and you know, like, and, and, and like the other things that I'm also too tired to do, I, I can keep doing them for a lot longer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
and some of that is like the difference between like something that I have to do that is, you know, that my salary is, you know, relying on me doing. And so I don't really have a choice, you know, yes. but, but even other things, like I, I'm just thinking about like other things that I'm not that fond of doing, like, I'm not that fond of cleaning the bathroom, you know, but, but in those moments where I'm feeling just like too tired to even think, I'm much more likely to clean the bathroom than I am to like look in the fridge and see, okay, like, let's make a grocery list. You know what I mean? Like, but so I don't know, funny. but I don't know why that is maybe because these are still the newest habits. And so they're the first ones to go. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's because, because it takes it too much because it requires mental energy and yeah. physical energy. Whereas like cleaning the bathroom, I don't actually have to think about it. Yes. I think maybe that's what it is. Like, and yeah. so, so, I just, so, so for me, I think it's not that I get tired of doing the little jobs. I just need to find a way to take care of myself better, more consistently when it comes to not just sleep, but rest. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Because, because I have gotten, I mean, my sleep is still not ideal but in the last couple of years like I've done a whole lot better with sleep than I ever have in my whole yeah. life but I'm still not very good at rest right you know like yeah. um like my days tend to be overpacked overstimulated mm -hmm. more and like not just that I'm doing things, but that people are relying on me to do things and, you know, and, and I'm not putting the blame on them. Like it's, it's coming, it's often coming from me, but, yeah. but it, it just, it, it's too much all the time. And so then when it finally is time to like, to sleep, like I, I do sleep, but I just, I don't, I think what leads to my overall feeling of exhaustion is that I don't have enough time built into my days or my weeks to just like watch TV. Yeah. Like to not do anything. Yeah. 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 You have gotten better at that because yes. you know, once, once you were introduced to Netflix during COVID that did help. That did help. And then you were like, wow, all these people are talking about all these things. And I was just like, you know, I don't really know, but, yeah. but now, yeah. Yeah. And it's, definitely, and there's, definitely. there's, there's a lot of good quality stuff. That's just fun. No, you don't have to think even pay, like think too much or concentrate too much when you're watching it. Yeah. It's just enjoy it. Like, it's just entertainment. As it's, it yeah. Be. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess a, a, maybe a, a good next step would be for you to be like, okay, I'm going to try and build in like one like 20 to 30 minute show a night, you know, that's just leads into your alarm going off for well, your sleep, you know, because it's all just, part of that. I was just thinking, like, I wonder if what I actually have to do is set my alarm 20 minutes earlier, like, and so then... So then instead of my alarm being like, it's time to go to bed, maybe the alarm is, okay, it's time to like do something that is like restful and relaxing for half an hour. And then, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I wonder if that's, or, or I just need two alarms. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm okay well, with that too. <laughs> you, you know, Henny can never have too many alarms. I just actually got rid of a whole bunch of alarms because oh. my roommate, aka my youngest brother, yeah. <laughs> has just moved at, has just moved out of my place. Yeah. So now any alarms related to him and I had four a day. Oh um, my They've all been deleted. So, nice. does it give you pleasure to delete those? Um, not as much as you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little bit, but like a little bit's like now. Now I'm not there to you know make sure that all these things happen for him. You know, <laughs> he's he's got to figure it out on his own. But no, yeah. no, it's all good. It's all good. Very good. Very good. Have you, I, I know I mentioned this show to you, yeah. the show called Physical. Okay, yes, it's on Apple TV. It is on Apple TV. It stars Rose Byrne. Yes, I've heard so many good things about it from multiple different people in my life. I have not watched it. So, so sort of like the premise is, you know, she's like, it's in the seventies, seventies and eighties. It's in the eighties, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she's, she's married and she's got a daughter and then her husband is like, um, a, a professor and she's, you know, kind of like a stay at home mom trying to get all this stuff done, but she also has an eating disorder. Oh, okay. So she's, she's a bulimic. And so she gets into her and she's, she's like very thin, yeah. but, she, but, but anything like things will set her off where she will then go through the drive-through by three orders. I can uh, ask for three orders, separate bags of like hamburger and fries, rents a hotel room, gets naked, sits on the bed, eats all of these in the middle of the bed, has a shower and then leaves and then go like it goes to the bathroom, is sick mm-hmm. and then leaves and then everything is fine. But she's continued to do all of this. Anyway, she's basically drained the money out of their account. Right. Now her husband has decided that he wants to like politically run a campaign and they're just going to, he's quit his job and they're just going to use the savings. But the savings are gone. Correct. And so then she ends up talking herself into getting hired as a fitness instructor. Fitness instructor. Okay. And then the whole thing goes from there. But there's like a lot of, I mean, it, it's it's a very fun thing, but she, a lot of the conversation is in her head. Okay. Like she'll be talking to someone and she'll be like, you're just a total asshole. Like, why don't yeah. you just go and F yourself? Or she'll be. But, <laughs> For a minute there, I thought like that's, that was her own, like that was her mind talking to herself. And then I realized, no, 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 that was her talking to the other person, but in correct. her head. <laughs> I know it's great. You look fantastic. And she, but, but she does have those negative things for herself. Like, who do you think you are? You're a fat pig. Yeah. Everybody is staring at you right now thinking, look how grotesque you are, blah, blah, blah. And those things will then lead her to go and do. And then it's always, and this will be the last time that you do this. Just one right. more time, you know? Yeah. And so it's super, it's a, it's a, it's fun on one hand, but on yeah. the other hand, you need to like to watch it. And Phil's watching it. And I said to him, like, you realize that these are some conversations that people and myself have, you have those conversations yeah. with yourself in your head, you know? I mean, so the, this is the last time I'm doing this, like tomorrow will be different. Like uh, I'm not doing this, like that. Com- I don't know how many times I've had that conversation with myself. Yes. Yeah. As you're in 
the motion of doing it. It's like, yeah. okay, this is my last time. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. So enjoy it now. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I find it interesting. And also I think it's really good that they're, that this, this show has been made and that they're actually yeah. showing this, but it's in a way that you understand why she does it. Yeah. But it's not heavy. Yeah. And it's also not too light. Yes. Because because you there's a fine line, right? Like you do yeah. run the risk of being too light and that and then it's almost like you're poking fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But the so the other show that I've been watching is Shrill, which yes. Roo. Okay, here's another thing. Steph Steph's gonna love this. Last night we had corn on the cob and Phil's like, Oh, this isn't as good as the cob, the, the corn that we had from Stefferoo. <laughs> and so he goes, well, do you call her, you call her Stefferoo? I said, no, I don't call her Stefferoo. <laughs> he only calls her Stefferoo, <laughs> but her name is Steph. <laughs> I just remember that. But anyways, Steph, Steph, AKA Stefferoo recommended <laughs> shrill. And so now we're in the second season of it. The first season I was like, mm, don't know. Second season. Really, really. But she also, right? She's a comedian. Yes. She is a plus size. Yeah. And anyways, she she deals with this stuff like head on, head on about weight and about people treating her. Like she actually yeah. has an online stalker at one point, like when she's writing yeah. like a, 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 an article or blog about, you know, her experience with being fat and she mm-hmm. uses the word fat mm-hmm. and where now the guy like is like writing like you're a fat cow and you yeah. discuss this and she actually goes to his house and like and has a whole or- thing with him yeah uh, about it but but 80 80 Brian 80 yeah thank you but and then this week it was she she was somewhere and she was like I'm fat and then the person she was speaking to said oh you actually say that she goes what is a descriptor mm-hmm. like like yeah you know I'm fat mm-hmm. like it doesn't it's not me personally yeah it's just and so it but it, it's it's really interesting because this changes a conversation between Phil and I about talking about that and that right. it isn't just me that has been saying things for years about it like now it's right. actually like a thing yeah. like it's it is a thing yeah you know? I think to have these conversations and to see shows like these on television, to have these conversations with people who don't struggle with their weight, it really just highlights to me how different their experience is going through the world than mine. You don't know anyone else's story. Yeah. You know, and you don't know anyone else's experience, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's, but I'm, I'm really, I'm so happy because I'm just thinking about, you know, when you were talking about this show physical, that it really does a good job of, of being light, but not too light that it, that it rolls into making fun because historically a person with overweight who is on a television show is, it's a gag, right? Like it's that is that character is there and that character carries extra weight to be funny mm-hmm. you know and like they're the butt of the jokes and and they're like oh it's so funny or or they're the comedic person themselves and you know and then you get into this stereotype about people who have overweight are always funny and you know like yes. like it's it's this whole it sort of builds into this whole thing 
And, and so why can't, like, why can't I just be the person? Like, yeah. you know, like, why can't I just be a character? Like, you yeah. know, I have to be the, the comic relief, you know, like, yeah. so, and, and certainly, certainly people who would, who would consider themselves fat are not the only people who have been typecast into roles like that. No, hundred percent. I think we're looking at sort of any, yeah. mm -hmm. any particular group that is not you know, white, heterosexual, cisgender, I think, I think yeah. typically and historically has been put into some sort of a, a demeaning character role, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, we are very thankful for shows like Physical and Shrill, and I'm, I'm almost at the end of season one of Shrill, so I'll have oh. to... I'll have to get on that and get into the second season. And I haven't watched physical yet, but it's, it's, it's yeah. on my list. Maybe this is, this, you know how I'm going to get through it by adding that second alarm oh. to force myself to get a little extra 20 to 30 minutes of TV time every night. I'm really excited yeah. about it. And, and have you not watched any of Ted Lasso yet or have you? The second season? No, I've only seen the first season. And you see, that's just that it's, so friggin' well done. And it's I know so that I'm well going to love it because the first season was amazing. Like, I sit here and Phil is like, wow. <sighs> I didn't expect <laughs> it to be that emotional. <laughs> yeah. So cute. I just want to give that guy a hug. I just want to, like, know. he's so cute. He's, he's so, so cute. He's so I just, know. Yeah, they're all sweet. All I, of them. I anyway. know. I love it. I Thank love goodness it. for good quality shows to watch you know thank goodness for that definitely definitely with, with a life lesson they that's really what yeah. It is. yeah yeah you can learn something yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i think we think we definitely turned it around from the four minute discussion about bubbles Bubble juice, bubble sauce, bubble sauce, <laughs> bubble sauce. Yeah, um, feel like we, I feel like we took it in a good direction, a better <laughs> direction. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm interested to know. Actually, this is a fun question, maybe for our listeners. Is there a particular food so, similar to Sandy with her mushrooms? Is there a particular food that it is, if it is prepared one way, you love it? And if it's prepared a different way or not prepared, you won't touch it. I'm interested. Good question. Very good question. Yeah. Like you'll eat it cooked, but not raw or you'll eat it grilled, but not poached or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm curious to know. Yeah. And I think that's all we've got for you this week, Sandy. I think so. As always, super, super pleasure to, to chat with you. Um, I mean, it was better in person when you were in the loo, but you know. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty. That was. I was gonna say that was pretty cool, but it wasn't. It was no, not really. It, it was something though. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> now now uh, I'm back on the couch. It's more comfortable this way. Now you're back. On the couch, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, All right. everybody, thanks for listening. Have a great week, and um, we'll chat with you later. Chat with you later. Bye. All right. Bye.